0: You are listening to Jai Long and this is Make Your Break, episode number 104. Hey, today I'm talking about personal branding. I've been talking about it a little bit on Clubhouse lately. If you don't know what Clubhouse is, it's an app where I get on and talk live and I can actually answer questions straight away. So each week, if you didn't know... I'm usually on Clubhouse and I love to have that more interactive conversation with you guys. And you can find me over there at Jai Long. Nice and easy. But we're talking about personal branding. And last week, I got the chance to talk to Gary V about personal branding for about half an hour. And it really was eye-opening. Personal branding to me, is something very important. And I want to lay out what is personal branding today. Because after I had that conversation with Gary Vee, I realized how many creative entrepreneurs don't really actually know what personal branding is. What does it stand for? And how can we use that in business in 2021 and moving forward? And is it actually relevant to you as well? Hey, before we get started, I'm going to do a little sponsor ad here. This episode comes to you via my client journal, which is available now at my shop, which is at jialong.co forward slash shop. And we're having a special, it's usually $65, but right now it's $49 and it's free worldwide shipping, which is incredible. So what is a client journal? Now I've had 1500 meetings personally myself, and I wanted to put a resource together where you no longer have any awkward conversations, you know what questions to ask, and if anything arises like something like an upsell or if someone asks for a discount, you know what to say, you know where to sit, you know how to set up your environment, you know how to create a workflow and to keep that conversation going so you actually convert people because so often we can have social anxiety and we can feel awkward and all that stuff that holds us back from really our full potential. So I think it's the first client journal in our industry as wedding photographers and videographers. So I'm really excited about it. I'm excited. I get to bring you such an awesome resource, but also they're very limited. So they will sell out. So if you do want to go over and check out the client journal, you just head over to my website, which is jialong.co forward slash shop. So if you just go over to my website, check out the shop and there it is right there. Hey, so personal branding. I've been asked quite a few times of recent weeks, actually, what is personal branding and how would that help my brand? And moving forward, is it important to think about? Now, I am a wedding photographer. I know this podcast is for everybody and it's just business, right? But I'm a wedding photographer amongst a lot of other things. And I want to talk about today as myself as a wedding photographer, because I have a business called Free the Bird Weddings. Now, a lot of the times, you know, you can have a business that's completely separate to you, but you can still create a personal brand. And I think it's so, so important. In 2021, I believe moving forward that personal brand and personal branding is the future. Now, I believe this so much so that in 2019, I changed my brand from Free the Bird Photography to Jai Long because I wanted a personal brand. I wanted to show up personally personally. And I wanted to give people that experience and I wanted to put my face to the business proudly. And I think it was very important transition at that time. But I think this is just a trend that's just starting and I believe it's so important for so many different reasons, right? Well, before we get into all those reasons, what is personal branding? So personal branding, really, it comes down to it's just your reputation, like that's what it is. It's your reputation because you don't actually get to choose your own personal branding. You don't actually build your own personal branding. It's your reputation online, especially. Now, back in the day, if we're going back 50 years ago, 100 years ago, and you had a shoe store, everyone knew who you were, people would talk. I believe it's the same now. So, on my online community, people know who I am. People have seen my face. Uh, They see my ads, they listen to my podcast and they believe they know who I am. And so however I show up online, it creates a story for the person that is actually interacting with my media, interacting with my brand, interacting with me personally. So it's so important for me to realize that my actual brand is my reputation. It's as simple as that. And that's what it is. And I know a lot of people don't realize this. Now, how does this work in real life? So it's basically, if you're online, right? And you get triggered and you're annoyed about something in a Facebook group. And we've all been there. I've been there. I'm guilty as charged. Absolutely. But the way you react to a Facebook troll, for instance, and I know none of you guys listening are a Facebook troll because you're here listening, leveling up and trolls don't do that, right? They don't put their time into that. They put their time into trying to bring other people down. Now I know that's not you, which is telling me you're in the right position to start a personal brand. But the way that you show up and you interact with people, the words that you say, are you bringing value to someone or are you trying to bring them down? Are you arguing with someone or are you agreeing or are you how do you steer that conversation? Are you the bigger person? Are you apologizing? You know, there's so many different ways to interact with someone online. And I'm talking about in the comments, in Facebook groups, I'm talking about your emails, I'm talking about how to handle a negative review. You know, All these different things build your personal brand because if you're the type of person that gets defensive, you like to call people out, you like to bring people down, you like to argue with people, that is your personal brand. And it it seeds so much further than what you even believe because your clients can see that forever as well. And I can see that. Other people in the industry can see that. And you lose opportunities. For example, I've had quite a few educators lately ask me if they can talk at the wedding photography summit. But unfortunately to them, which they don't realize, I've been watching and I always watch so many educators online on how they bring value to their students, how they interact with people, how positive they are. And no matter how good their branding is on their website, their true personal branding and brand is how they interact with myself and other people, how they give people time of day. Uh, how they bring value to people. And so for me, I'm already have made up my decision of, I would not like to have that person and that attitude and that brand associated with my brand. Does that make sense? So that means they've already lost an opportunity, no matter how good their website is and their logo is and how many followers they have on Instagram. It doesn't matter to me because it's how you make people feel. Now, think about this in your business. How do you make your clients feel with everything? If someone asks you for a refund, for instance, because of COVID and they had to cancel their wedding, like how do you make them feel? Do you make them feel stupid? Do you make them feel not appreciated, undervalued? Or do you show up like a leader and do you talk them through honestly, vulnerably and actually say like what this means to your business and how can you help? How can you find them another photographer if you're not available? How, How can you come to a common ground with them? Because that is your brand. That person speaks so highly of you now and they will walk around with your flag and they'll recommend you more work and your brand spreads because you're not here just for one week. You're not here just for one year. You're here for the long term. So make sure everything you do now understands that in three years time, people can still see it and they remember what you've said to them. They will remember how much you've helped them, how much value you brought them. People always remember those things. So remember... Your personal brand is simply your reputation. So make sure you are always protecting and looking after your reputation. Now, another thing is in 2021 and moving forward, as the older generation start moving out of power and then the millennials start moving into power, it means we also have buying power and it means we do business differently. For instance, the older generation, boomers, They love to do business with big corporations and big companies and don't really care about personal brands and who's behind an actual brand, right? Reason why brands like Coca-Cola can do so well and McDonald's can do so well. But as millennials come through, we like to have some attachment to the actual company. And usually we have an attachment to the company because we trust the company. And how do we trust companies? It's because we know the company. We know the person behind it. Now think about someone like Elon Musk and people say his companies are the future and he is a very innovative and modern business. But why is that? Like Tesla, SpaceX, it's because he has a personal brand associated to the businesses. So now me as a millennial, I love to do business with that company compared to doing business with Toyota. Does that make sense? Because I believe that I know that person, even though we don't know that person. So having a personal brand means you, people can actually trust you. Now, inside the six-figure business, I teach a little strategy called the No like, trust strategy, especially with Facebook ads and all that kind of stuff. But what you're trying to do is you're trying to create a little funnel there where you get people to know you, then you get people to like you, and then people will trust you. Now you need people to trust you if they're going to do business with you. Now studies have shown all around the world that Gen Z and younger generations, they mostly want to do business with personal brands. And so when you think about that, as the new generation comes up and they've got the money and the buying power, it means that if you're not pivoting and moving towards where the money is, where the decisions are getting made, then you are getting left behind. If you've got a business where you're trying to hide yourself and you're trying to go under the radar, no one knows who you are. Also, no one can trust you. No one cares. So you've got to understand that going forward with business, like how can people get to know you? How can we trust you? How can we like you? How can we know you? Does that make sense? Now, we love to do business with who we trust. How do we trust you? Well, there's a few different reasons and a few different ways. Uh, One is social proof and one is actually being able to see your face, being able to see you. One reason why we trust actors so much is because we see them. Even though we don't know their real name, we don't know anything about them really, we still trust them and trust the products that they endorse because we believe that we know that person. Now, for you, a lot of the times we think, you know, sharing what you're eating right now is a terrible, crazy, stupid thing to do. But really, like, I want to see what you do. I actually, I'm interested because it allows me to see what type of person that you are, where you go, what you eat, what you do. And from there, I feel like I know you, even though I don't. You've basically made a system in place where you are creating a channel so people actually can find out a little bit more about you. And with personal branding also, you don't need to get personal. Now I'll say that again. With personal branding, you don't need to get personal because I know there's so many people listening right now like, "Man, I don't want to share what I eat. I don't want to share my family. I don't want to share my my family home. Like I don't want to share my vulnerabilities." And you don't have to. If you think about someone for example, again, Elon Musk, like, do you know what he eats? Do you know where he lives? Do you know what his family look like? Like chances are you probably don't, but we still feel like we know that person. You can show up professionally on a personal brand and it doesn't have to go diving deep into like your personal life and putting yourself out there. So it's one thing absolutely to remember, but I want to say something here. Follow account doesn't equal personal branding. Now, just because you've got a lot of followers doesn't mean people trust you, doesn't mean people are going to buy from you. And this is a misconception because I hear this all the time with wedding photographers, especially. Yeah, if you have more followers, you're going to book more work. Now, it's not necessarily the case. It comes down to trust, right? If you have more social proof, more people are going to buy from you, okay? Not so much how many followers you have. Now, one way to prove this point right now, most brands want to do business with micro influencers. Micro-influencers are people that have under 10,000 or under 5,000 followers. And then why is that? Because micro-influencers have more pull when it comes to actually selling products. Now, it's reaching less people, but the people that follow micro-influencers, chances are they trust them so much more because they show up so much more, which means it's a small account of followers, but a higher chance that someone's actually listening and they're going to buy from that person because they like them. They know them and they trust them. If you have a, a million followers, but you're never showing up, you're just another number. But if you've got 5,000 followers and you and you jump on the DMs and they get back to you, and if you write them a comment and they get back to you and you see you know what, what they're up to, then it's no longer a game of who's got the most followers. It's a game of who can you trust the most? Who do you know the most? I think that stuff's really important. And that's why for myself, like uh, I have 50,000 followers, but I make sure I get back to every single DM because it's my personal brand. I get back to every single comment because it's my personal brand. It's my personal and online reputation, right? And so many people miss this because they're like, nah, man, I'm a big shot photographer. I've got a podcast. Like I'm too big to be talking to people. Hey, if you got that attitude, you'll doing business wrong. You're doing business like it's 2011. You're doing business like it's 1999, to be honest. And it just doesn't work like that anymore. I mean, good examples again, like those biggest influencers that I ever see, which is like Elon Musk and Richard Branson and all those people. I mean, they're much older than me and they still show up on all the platforms. They're still showing up for their fans and for their company and for their clients and you know, for their customers. And it's amazing when I see Richard Branson still sitting on his planes and then talking to all the passengers on the planes. And I see Elon Musk still jumping in clubhouse and just, you know, spending half an hour talking to people that love what he does. He's not out of reach for anybody. And it means you feel like you know them, that you have a personal attachment to that person. So I just wanted to put that out there. Your follower count does not equal people trusting you. Now, what does equal people trusting you is social proof. So, if people see other people doing business with you and they had a good experience, then they're more likely to buy from you than if you have a big follow account. If you had a product, if you if you're a wedding photographer, for instance, and you had three thousand followers and you had a hundred Google reviews, you're probably going to be more trustworthy than someone that has a hundred thousand Instagram followers and one Google review. Does that make sense? Now, it doesn't have to be Google review. You can do case studies. You could do video case studies. You could do um, testimonials. You could do screenshots, you know, of messages people sending you. You could do so much to build that perception of a lot of people love to do business with you and you look after your people. Does that make sense? And so, the more that you're showing that social proof with your brand, with your products, with your services, with whatever it is that you do, people want to do business with you. Here's another example. If a cafe has a hundred thousand followers and you walk up to that cafe on the weekend and there's nobody at it, but the one next to it has no Instagram and it's absolutely packed, like which cafe would you go to? Personally, I'll be going to the one with the social proof. I don't want to miss out on the good breakfast. And there's a reason why no one's at that cafe with all the Instagram followers. Does that make sense? So I think it's so, so important. Now, before I finish up this episode, I also want to give you a good example of why creatives have been winning the game, why videographers have been winning the game, why wedding photographers have been winning the game. For so many years now, like myself, I've had a personal brand since 2019, but really it's been since 2013 when I started my wedding photography business, because I've always been the face of my business. I've heard about me videos. I show up all the time. People know who I am. They know my name. I always address everybody my, my name, not saying us. I say I. And so I have had a personal brand for so long. So now in a world where it's becoming trendy to have a personal brand and things are shifting, I'm already in a position that I've been practicing it for the last, you know, 8 years. And so I'm in a very strong position to keep building on my personal brand. I've already got an online reputation and online presence. I've already got social proof and all those things so I can keep building on that momentum. So right now I'm telling you right now it's so so important. Now I want you to think about this. If you were going to go and hire an accountant, would you hire an accountant that had a personal brand over an accountant that just ranked in Google? So if you could follow them on Instagram and they gave you tips every couple of days and they showed up, they showed their face and they showed behind the scenes working and you felt like you knew that. Would you hire that person, even if they're a little bit more expensive over a Google review and then someone that you've never seen before? You're not even sure who's in the company, who owns the company. You just don't know. If you were going to go to the doctor? Would you rather, if you just Googled, you know, your local clinic or if that doctor actually had a personal brand and they showed up all the time, they talk about their patients, who they look after. They talk about their challenges and you know them by their name. That person's name is Michael. I know Michael. I can't wait to go see him. You know, you rub pie to these Insta stories. Now the reason why wedding photographers have been winning the game for so long and have progressed above a lot of other industries is because they've been showing up like that a lot. You don't just go Google wedding photographer Melbourne, and then someone random's coming out. Most of the time, you're like, I know who it is. It's Jai. You should see what he's doing. He's on a podcast right now, as we speak. He's sitting on his bed, talking to himself on a Sunday morning to a podcast, right? And I just seen him on his Insta stories. Like that's cool. Also, he ran a wedding photography summit. Also, he shot my friend's wedding. Also, he's done this and done that. And he traveled around the world and he shot some stuff and he's won some awards and he does cool stuff, right? Of course. You'd pay a little bit extra for me because you trust that you're going to get an amazing experience. You trust that I'm showing up for my people. You looked on my Instagram and three years ago, you wrote me a DM and I got back to you. You've written comments to me and I've replied. You feel like you've got a connection to me, even though you've never met me. Does that make sense? So I want you to be thinking, right? In all business right now, who would you actually do business with? Like, would you rather doing business with a bigger company. Another example, let's just say you want to buy a new camera bag and you could just go to a big company that you've never heard of the person before or an individual releases a camera bag and there's a face to the name and you know what they're about and why they created the camera bag and you know what they believe in, like who would you rather buy the camera bag from? Because personally, I love buying from people. I feel that emotional attachment. I'm like, man, I trust this person. Take my money. Send me that camera bag. I know you probably not personally send me that camera bag, but that's okay because I believe you have already checked out the experience, and you're happy to put your name and your personal brand against the experience. And so I'm happy to put my my hard earned money into your company. Does that make sense? So please, guys, like moving forward, 2021. Moving forward, 2022. 2023. Personal brand is the thing to think about. Now, one last little tip. People ask me, can you have a business name and still have a personal brand? Yes, you absolutely can. And again, and I know I'm using Elon Musk a lot, but you know he's a trailblazer that's been doing this for a long time as well. He has Tesla, but he also has a personal brand. He has SpaceX, but he also has a personal brand. Richard Branson does the same. There's there's so many amazing people that do the same. I mean, even tracking back to the most successful businesses in the world, like Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, you know, they have Apple. So you're buying Apple, but you believe that you know the person that designed it. You know, you've seen their face. Apple's campaigns were always like head designer is actually doing the marketing and actually talking to you. You know, the CEO is actually walks out on stage and actually sells you the products. And so you have an emotional attachment. Like That's the person that runs the company. That's the person I'm giving the money to. It's not just an Apple logo. Does that make sense? So yeah, you can have a business name like Free the Bird and you can still show up as yourself. And now ways that you can do this is like I've been doing for years with Free the Bird Weddings is I always make sure it's my face. I show up and I say, hey guys, it's Jai here from Free the Bird Weddings. And I always have about me videos. I do reels where I show up. I show my face, you know, I show up to industry parties. I network with people. I'll go around and shake hands, you know, with whoever I have to shake hands with. I'm always spreading my reputation. I'm always spreading my attitude as well, which comes down to reputation. I know, and this, is, this could even blow your mind. I know right now, you listening to my podcast right now, you probably don't know what my logo looks like. And so many people are hung up, man, you need a perfect logo to get all the money, to get all the success, right? I can almost guarantee you, you don't even know what my logo looks like. You've got no idea. What's the Jai Long logo? Don't know. But if someone asks you, what is Jai Long? Like, who is Jai Long? You'd probably say, oh man, inspiring and positive. He's always just going after it. Relentless, actually. Unrealistic. And you start saying a whole bunch of words that come from my attitude and my reputation. But you would not say, oh man, Jai Long, yeah, you should see the cream color he uses in the typeface and his logo is so good. You just wouldn't do that. Not in this day and age, right? Yes, those things help build trust and they help show professionalism. But that's not what I'm talking about here. Personal branding, you've got no idea what my branding looks like. And I don't even know because I'm changing all the time. But I do know what my reputation is. And I do know what my attitude is. And I do know the language that I use. And I do know how much I serve my clients. I do know how much value I bring people. I do know how much passion I put into everything that I do. They're the things that I do know. And I know it so deeply in my heart that I know that you also know what I stand for. I know that you're going to use the words that I use when you're going to be talking about myself. Yeah, Jai, he's got a weird haircut. Yeah, you should see him. He's passionate though, man. He's crazy. Jai's so crazy, man. Yeah, he's so like just crazy positive. I don't even know how he does it. He does so many things, Ben, man, he's work out He will outwork anybody. You know, people say those type of things, right? Now, our personal brand, like we can't protect and, you know, we can't really put words into people's mouths of what they're going to say about you. Of course, you're not going to attract everybody. Not everyone's going to love you. But as long as you go to bed every single night and you know that you did your brand justice, you showed up for someone, you did something for someone somewhere, you brought some value to someone, you made someone happier, you made somebody feel good about themselves, you can go to bed and go, man, I did well for my brand today. I'm killing it. Again, guys, hey, if you haven't actually uh, left me a review on the Apple podcast app, I would so appreciate that because social proof, baby. I need more social proof on my podcast app so I can get some more listeners. Now it is so important. And I know so many people say like, John, man, no one cares about your reviews. No one actually looks at them. It's actually not true. People do look at reviews before they waste their time investing half an hour or an hour into a podcast. And they want to just read to make sure everybody has had a good time. So if you haven't done so yet, please, if you found any value in my podcast so far and you're just sitting there and you're like, oh my God, I haven't even left a review, which I can tell you most of you have because we get about 30,000 downloads per month and out of two years, I've only had a hundred reviews. So that's telling me, guys, like what do I have to do around here? to get you to leave me a review <laughs> i'm trying my best i'm giving you as much information as i can for free all the time so please i would appreciate you so much and if you do leave me a review screenshot it put it on instagram tag me at jylong.co and i'll reshare it and i'll personally thank you again thank you so much for listening to make your break i'm going to see you next week